Growing Up, our brand new resource for churches and parents is out now. Woohoo! With Sunday school sessions, training videos, podcast episodes for parents and one for the whole family. All there to help our children navigate the confusion, filter the messages they're surrounded by and hear God's good story. All our Growing Up resources point to the Heavenly Father who loves our children even more than we do and has the answer to their biggest questions about who they are and how to live. Together, as families and churches, we can support each other to start good conversations about bodies, gender and marriage so our children can grow up hearing God's good story. Head over to the website faithinkids.org and find out all the details about growing up. Hello. This is the Faith in Kids podcast. This is episode seven. If you've listened to all of them, wow, you've been on an amazing journey with us meeting Jesus in meals he had. If this is the first time you've ever listened to us, wow, this is going to be brilliant. How are you doing, Jam? I'm really excited Seven Wonders of the World, Seven Meals with Jesus podcasts. Is that a coincidence? I simply don't see how it can be. We have a whip around question. Let's get into it. Ed, what is the most exciting invitation you have ever received? I think every time an invitation arrives where I have to wear very uncomfortable clothes, I get a bit more excited. Okay. I like being invited to weddings. I like being invited to dinners where you know you can't arrive in jeans. I I spend most of my life in elasticated trousers. (laughs) Or shorts. Or shorts. I love a big meal. I often get overexcited about invitations. My parents once had a very exciting invitation to a Queen's garden party, of which more later. But first, why don't you answer that question? When were you last excited or when were you most excited about an invitation that you received? They're all talking, they're all talking, 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 talking,
I wonder what you've been invited to, what you're excited about. But Ed, why are we talking about invitations? Today, Jesus tells a story. We call them a parable about an invitation, the best invitation. This is an invitation so good, you'd have to sit down just to read it. I can't wait to find out more. Maybe you've been thinking ahead to a special meal. The big question is, what's your favourite food? We've been asking some of our listeners, like we did in episode one, who are in other places in the world, starting with Eva and Ben, who are in, well, they can tell you where they are. I'm Ben. We live in Liverpool. I'm Queen of Eva's been in Wittstein. She also lives in Liverpool. And I think her favourite food must be... Chocolate biscuits. What about you, Noah? Cheesy pasta. That's my favourite tea. Anything else? Cake! What about Stuart in South Africa? I really like pizza and sushi and dessert. Anyone else there have a favourite place to eat? McDonald's! (laughs) Jam, please tell me you have some fun facts. I have a couple of fun facts. Let me tell you about the oldest birthday party invitation ever found. Do you have any idea where it dates from? The oldest birthday invitation ever found, I'm guessing it's more than three years ago. Yes, more than 300. More? Wow. Is it written in English? Well, it's probably written in Latin because it dates from about 100 AD. It's from Northumberland in England and it's from Claudia Severa to her sister, Lepidina, (laughs) inviting her to her birthday party on the 11th of September. This actually sounds like a school Latin textbook. It really does, doesn't it? So in an archaeological dig on a Roman fort, they found this invitation, and it says, I give you a warm invitation to make sure that you come to us to make the day more enjoyable for me by your arrival, if you are present. So I hope that invitation wasn't lost for nearly 2,000 years because they probably missed the party by now. Undoubtedly. But let me tell you about the world's most exclusive party, or one of them. It is invitation only. It is the Queen's Garden Party at Buckingham Palace. Now, exclusive means you absolutely cannot get in without an invitation. Yeah, and you can't buy them. You can't, Forget it. You're not going to do you it. Can't you can't just get it unless... knock on the door and say, I think I'm meant to be in there. You have to be invited and you get to meet the Queen. She goes on a walkabout in her garden at Buckingham Palace for an hour or so and talks to everybody. And during that time, they get through 27,000 cups of tea, 20,000 sandwiches and 20,000 slices of cake, uh, which are served at each garden party. And according to former royal chef Darren McGrady, the Queen loves a British confection called jam pennies, which are tiny raspberry jam sandwiches cut into circles the size of an English penny. They basically sound a bit like jammy dodgers to me. Hang on. It's Um, a raspberry sandwich. Yes, but sort of cut like a like a jammy dodger. Wow. I think jammy dodgers would be nicer. The big question is. Ed, what would you serve at your garden party if you were King Edward the Ninth? Let's just let that sink in for a moment, King Edward the Ninth. Everyone likes ice cream. I've, I, I'm not. I mean, if I ever met the child who said I just don't like ice cream, I'd be thinking, what? You must be confused about what ice cream means. Podcast at faithinkids.org. 
if you don't like ice cream because Ed does not believe you exist. I think I would. Everyone smiles when you say, "Can I just get you a big ice cream with chocolate sauce?" Now it's okay if you say I don't like chocolate sauce. I totally get that part. I think chocolate sauce, ice creams, pancakes, and fizzy pop. I'd go in a savoury direction. King James the Third,、mm. as I would be,、uh, would be dishing out sausage rolls and probably some steak bakes. I basically get Greg's to turn up, and、um, you know. In fact, the other day I saw a Greg's van, and it said on it on the front and the side Greg's, and I just thought, why do they give it away that it's Greg's? Because someone like me could just break into that van to get all the delicious baked goods. They should have unmarked vehicles. You know, some people, you know, really do like a sausage roll. I'm one of those people. So I feel like now's the ideal moment to pause this podcast and ask everyone in your family: Are you all about ice creams or Greg's sausage rolls? <laughs> okay, let's take a vote in those households: Greg's sausage rolls or ice cream? Take a vote. <laughs> wow, this podcast got weird, didn't it? <laughs> Today we are all about amazing parties. One amazing party where you have to be invited, and we're going to hear that some people said no to the invitation. Listen carefully and listen out for who says no and who says yes. Our reading is Luke chapter fourteen, verses fifteen to twenty-four. One of the men sitting at the table with Jesus heard these things. The man said to Jesus, "The people who will eat a meal in God's kingdom are blessed." Jesus said to him, "A man gave a big banquet and invited many people. When it was time to eat, the man sent his servant to tell the guests, 'Come, everything is ready.' But all the guests said they could not come. Each man made an excuse. The first one said, 'I have just bought a field, and I must go look at it. Please excuse me.' Another man said, 'I have just bought five pairs of oxen. I must go and try them. Please excuse me.' A third man said, 'I just got married. I can't come.'" So the servant returned. He told his master what had happened. Then the master became angry and said, "Go at once into the streets and alleys of the town, bringing the poor, the crippled, the blind, and the lame." Later, the servant said to him, "Master, I did what you told me to do, but we still have places for more people." The master said to the servant, "Go out to the roads and country lanes. Tell the people there to come. I want my house to be full." None of those men that I invited first will ever eat with me. Do you remember how it feels to open an invitation, to see your name on it? <laughs> You're invited. You have a friend who loves you enough to invite you to their party. You really want to go. Do you remember, after the year we've had, what an invitation is? Do you remember parties? When people stood next to each other, sat at the same table, played games, lovely food was shared, candles were honestly blown out with your mouth, and you ate it together without sanitizing it first. Jesus told a parable about an invitation to the best party that had ever been—the kind of invitation that no one would turn down if they just knew what the party was like. A parable, you remember, is a story Jesus made up to help us understand something that is true and real. 
So in this parable, in Luke 14, the rich man who threw the finest party is actually Jesus in real life. He's a picture of Jesus. Just as the rich man invites so many people to his party, so Jesus invites all people to join his party. The best party we can imagine. You're invited to say yes to Jesus' invitation to come to his forever party in heaven. The rich man sent out his team of helpers to bring the guests in. But some said no to the invitation. They made excuses. Those excuses sound sensible. A new field, some new cows, even a new wife. But these are all things that could wait. They could all wait until after the best party. In real life, some people say no to Jesus' invitation to join his family. Some of their reasons sound sensible. I'm not sure Jesus is real. My dad says he was just a good man. My family don't go to church. They sound sensible. But the people who say them can't have understood how good the party will be. In the parable, the rich man sent a team of helpers to find anyone to fill the party. And some of those they found weren't the usual guests at the palace parties. The poor, the ill, the lonely, the sad. You don't usually expect to see torn clothes on a red carpet. You don't expect to see celebrity photographers taking pictures of people who can't quite walk. But in these people came. That's what we keep seeing, isn't it, at Jesus' meals? That's what we've seen in all of these episodes. It's not the famous, it's not the rich, it's not the powerful, it's not the people who say they're beautiful who say yes to Jesus. It's the weakest. It's those who have nowhere else to turn. It's the people who feel amazed that they're allowed at the party. When we realise we're like those people, then we're ready for Jesus. We say yes to his invitation. We want to be at that party. When we have understood that we're not the people we wish we were, then we say yes to Jesus. But that wasn't the finish. Let's look at those last few verses together. The master said to the servant, Go out to the roads and country lanes. Tell the people there to come. I want my house to be full. None of those men that I invited first will ever eat with me. Jesus finished with those men who said no. They don't get in. Could you imagine arriving at a party? You're holding the invitation and you're not allowed in. You'd bang on the door. You'd stand at the window. You'd wave. You'd shout. Do you see why Jesus told the story like that? He wants each of us to say yes to the party while there's still time. He wants each of us to be ready for the party in his family, enjoying it now. He knows some will say no. Don't let it be you. Easter is a great time to think more about Jesus' invitation. Perhaps if you've never done it before, say yes to being in Jesus' family on your way to the party. These are good things to talk about in our families. I'm going to say a prayer now. Dear Father, I thank you that Jesus invites even us to his party. 
Father, we find it hard to imagine that some people say no. Please help us to understand the invitation, to understand Jesus' family and the party, so that we can say yes. Please help us to know how to talk about these things in our family. Amen. Amen. As Ed said, lots to talk about with. Ed's got questions. For the under fives, who got invited to the party? If you are fives to sevens, can you remember, why did some people say no? Eights to elevens, can you think of reasons you have heard people who say no to the party? And then over elevens, what are some great reasons to say yes? What are the best reasons do you think for saying yes? You can have a chat about that now and hit pause or you can carry on listening. If you're going to carry on listening, we've got a sketch now and you've heard some bad excuses there uh, in that parable that Jesus tells, but they're not as bad as the excuses in this sketch. Hey Cameron, are you coming to Sally's party? It's going to be amazing. No, I can't. I'm sorry. I've already got something on. In September? Next year? You're already busy then? Yeah, I have to uh, wait in for a delivery so I can't go out. Can't you get them to deliver it another day, since it's over a year away? It's just really complicated, and I wasn't sure when the party was. Yeah, but she sent out invitations weeks ago. I didn't see the invitation. I get a lot of mail. But the invitations were amazing. You had to sign for them. And then the dog ate it. But the invitations were printed on sheets of metal. He'll eat anything, that dog. But he must have coughed it up. He can't swallow something made of titanium. Maybe he did. Uh, But he also moved house. Your dog moved house? Yeah. On his own? Did he pack up his kennel himself and carry it out? Uh, maybe. (coughs) Is that your dog? No, that was the wind. There. That's your dog. No, that's my dog's identical twin brother, who moved in when his brother moved out. They don't get on. These are the worst excuses I've ever heard. If you don't like Sally, you should just say so. I do like Sally. I do. Sally's great. It's just, you know, does she know how to throw a party? (laughs) Wow. You really don't know Sally at all. And how much she loves a party. Really? She's booked a hog roast, bouncy castle, a chocolate fountain, live band, magic show and fireworks display. Oh. When's the party again? Oh, message from Sally. The whole party has now been moved on board a cruise ship for swimming pools and games and... Where's my invitation? It must be here somewhere. And she says all the spaces are filled. I had it. I I was holding it in my hand. Uh, This hand. Filled with people who said yes to her invitation. It's made of metal. How could I lose an invitation made of titanium? (coughs) Anna, don't go. I need to come to this party. (coughs) I have this rare medical condition where I make up unbelievable excuses. It's a thing. Honestly. Now here's our friend Michael J. Tinker with his new song for Easter 2021. Enjoy. Enjoy. 
Now Martha knew the Lord could heal He was the only one Jesus got there far too late And now her hope was gone A brother Lazarus had died Where was Christ her Lord? She had no clue what he could do that song songs like it whole albums of songs like it go to michaeljtinker.com where you can also find out more about an audio series called mission to dendros which i wrote with uh, michael and also a forthcoming uh, video series as well so do check michaeljtinker.com for that thank you for joining us with these meals with jesus You know that this has come from a book I've written. It's called Meals with Jesus. It's in the show notes. We have loved having you along. We love hearing from you. Please drop us an email, podcast at faithinkids.org. Tell us what you've enjoyed. Tell us where you're listening to this and tell us what you've learnt or anything. We'll see you in the summer. We'll be back with more podcasts. We can't wait. Okay, Jam? Yeah, really looking forward to it. We'll be back in the summer with something, more fun facts, more whip-around questions, sketches, songs, all that stuff. Oh, so much. Looking forward to it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. For the under fives, who got invited to the party? If you are fives to sevens, can you remember why did some people say no? Eights to elevens, can you think of reasons you have heard people 
who say no to the party. And then over 11s. What are some great reasons to say yes? What are the best reasons do you think for saying yes? You know how there are vans which say tools are not left in this van overnight <laughs> yes. so that nobody breaks in to steal the tools. On the Greg's van, it should say at the bottom, shouldn't it? It should say on the back door. Yes. Sausage rolls not left in this van overnight. If a parent is just walking in and wondering why their children are listening to a podcast about breaking into either a Ben and Jerry's van or a Greg's <laughs> van with Jam and Ed, I just want to apologise now. <laughs> children... Don't break into Greg's or Ben and Jerry's vans under any circumstances. 